Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Catherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odours and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that by just adding a few special superfoods to a dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. I think it's fantastic that more and more people these days are becoming conscious of the food they eat, but shouldn't we be taking the same care for our pets? The health of our dogs means so much. So no wonder owners are posting their glowing reviews of Badlands dog food and how it has improved the energy and coat of their beloved dogs. But don't take it from me. Go to badlandsfood.com forward slash frightful and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash frightful. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Last time, we explored the enduring and yet quite unsettling world of children who have invisible companions. Tonight, we will continue our journey and I will share about my own friend who I used to know. And I wonder who may come back again. I'm Peter Laws. And tonight, we conclude our look into the frightful world of imaginary friends. Sometimes imaginary friends can exhibit very worrying behaviours. Like a Reddit user who was called Doll 13 she wrote, My eldest daughter had an imaginary friend when she was four years old. His name was Jack, and he lived under a back porch. And she said, He liked to shove sticks down people's throats. I discouraged playtime with Jack. That's understandable. Nobody wants their children or anybody playing around with shockingly violent people. And yet this can happen even with adults. Like back in July 2013, when a 27-year-old man called Ricky Cole was beaten to death in his own home. The man accused of the murder was a 24-year-old called Jason Cote. When the case went to court, Cote's lawyers told the jury that this was not just a random killing, rather that Coat had been driven to it by his imaginary friend, whom Coat called Vern. The victim had overheard Coat talking to this invisible friend Vern before his death, 
and he was terrified by it. The lawyers shared that this imaginary friend Vern lived inside a black box, and sometimes he would talk to Cote, telling him that he must kill people. They shared this, hoping that the jury would view Cote with more sympathy, that he was under the influence of drugs at the time of the killing, and that he had had some sort of psychotic episode where an imaginary friend had become so realistic he followed his wishes. But the jury were not swayed. Imaginary friend or not, they decided in the end that the killing was in cold blood, after Cote had failed to obtain the drugs he wanted. Apparently, he had exploded with rage and killed Cole in a revolting and brutal way, stomping on Cole's head and smashing him in the skull so many times that there was blood everywhere in the room. Another sad and disturbing case of imaginary friends was featured on the US TV show Dr. Phil in 2015. This was centred on Rylan, a young boy who was born into a family struggling with drug abuse and mental health issues. Rylan was taken into care and adopted by a woman called Kim and her husband, Ryan, not to be confused with Rylan the boy. And they both together hoped to give Rylan a healthier and more secure home life. But then, when Rylan turned seven, he was stomping around the house swearing and had developed a worrying obsession with knives. They recorded video of Ryland threatening to stab and kill his adopted mother and another woman. He would even mimic stabbing his parents right in front of them as a threat whenever they said they would take all of the knives away. Kim and Ryan were convinced that without help, this little boy Ryland was going to grow up into being a serial killer. Now, what was the source of this obsession with blades? It turned out it was prompted by an imaginary friend who Ryland called Bleeder. Bleeder was a robot who encouraged Ryland to play with knives from the age of three. When Ryland was six years old, he had even sliced his own fingertips off with a razor blade because Bleeder the robot had told him to. I searched all over the internet for an update to the Ryland story, but couldn't find anything other than the 2015 report from Dr. Phil. Let's just hope that the silence implies that Ryland was able to get some sort of help and hopefully grow out of his relationship with Bleeder. (laughs) Another worrying story of imaginary friends comes from January 2013. A 19-year-old man called Logan Fisher suddenly attacked his girlfriend. He grabbed some duct tape and pressed it over her mouth to stop her screaming. And then he tied her up and attempted to smother her with a pillow. And after that, he tried to choke her to death. Thankfully, his girlfriend pleaded with him to stop and somehow he saw reason, at least for a while. He let her go. And when she was clear of him, she called her uncle, who then called the police. And she met up with both the uncle and the police in a parking lot, clearly traumatized by the violent encounter. Logan, however, had followed her. And when he turned up at the parking lot, perhaps with a wish to finish what he started, he stepped right up to her. But he was arrested there and then by the police. 
and he was questioned by officers who asked him, Why did you suddenly attack your girlfriend like this? He said he was told to do it by his imaginary friend. But this wasn't a new friend. It was an invisible friend he had had in childhood called Eric. And he thought that Eric was long gone. But then he'd noticed that he was starting to hear Eric's voice again. Now he was in his late teens. Logan insisted that it was Eric, not who had told Logan to attack his girlfriend, but rather he insisted that it was Eric who did the attacking, that Eric attacked the girlfriend, that Eric tied her up, and that Logan had nothing to do with it. He said that Eric had spoken with his girlfriend that night and had told her to grab a knife and slash Logan with it. He was charged with battery and strangulation. So, what are imaginary friends? Are they simply the product of a child's imagination, perhaps to ease loneliness in childhood? Though I've read theories that children may invent imaginary friends so they can have a companion who they can control. Perhaps. Though in the cases I've explored and those explored by Mike Hallowell, the children do not seem to have any control over their invisible companion. Sometimes it's quite the opposite. Do children use imaginary friends so they can blame them for naughtiness? That's a theory sometimes discussed and perhaps is seen in the late case that I just mentioned. But again, it doesn't seem to feature in the case histories of most people with imaginary friends. Are imaginary friends simply born of an unhinged mind? Well, in the cases of murder we've discussed, then you could reasonably say yes. But Hallowell says that in the past, psychiatrists would have seen imaginary friends as a red flag, signaling that something wasn't right about the child. This advice has actually changed today. And most people and most doctors and psychologists would say an imaginary friend is simply the product of a healthy, creative mind. Or might these imaginary friends have some sort of reality to them? Could they be ghosts? or be actual companions from another realm. After collating hundreds of imaginary friends' accounts, Hallowell concludes that imaginary friends may well be more than just the product of the mind, that they might actually exist as external entities, speaking to children, playing with them. For what reason, it's not clear, though he argues it certainly seems harmless. This is an interesting topic to me because there's something I haven't told you yet. I had an imaginary friend too. When I was about six or seven, I began speaking to a companion who nobody else could see. It was a she, and I would talk to her at night time when I crawled into my bed. And this friend was really very different to all the ones we've explored so far. You see, she was a computer. Yep, a computer on the wall by my bed. And her name was Nell. I climb into bed at night and tap a few invisible buttons on the wall. And then a screen 
would appear that nobody else could see. And on that screen I saw shifting colours, which I suppose was her face. But my main way of interacting with Nell was through speech. Hello, Nell. Hello. And so I'd lie in bed with my head on the pillow, and I'd talk to Nell about my day, and she'd talk back and ask me questions. How, how are you, Nell? I feel much better now. Okay. Good night, Nell. Bye. Goodbye. What exactly was Nell? A ghost? Of a computer? (laughs) Later in life, I was at church once. I remember telling a Christian about Nell, and this person looked very concerned, saying that Nell was probably some sort of demon, discussing things with me each night, trying to warp my mind. For me, I think I have a rather more mundane answer. You see, I first met Nell not on my wall, but in my living room. I saw her on my TV in a Roger Corman movie, a Star Wars ripoff called Battle Beyond the Stars from 1980. And I watched this film, Battle Beyond the Stars, with a young man flying through space in a ship that was controlled by a benevolent computer with a female voice, Nell. And for some reason, my little mind decided that I wanted that companion too. And so Nell appeared by my bedside every night for a while. Sometimes I'd even pretend that the airlock of the ship would accidentally blast open and I'd grab onto my headboard, tossing toys and teddies down back over my shoulder as if the ship was sucking everything out of it, including me. But then I'd be able to reach over to Nell and hit the button. And she would speak to me and I'd be able to close the airlock and she'd keep me safe. I grew up, of course. I've never seen or heard from Nell again. Why? because she was probably simply a figment of my imagination inspired by a wonderful film I'd seen as a child. But I wonder, what would happen if I went to bed tonight as an adult and I suddenly saw her familiar glow stretching across my bed covers and I heard her voice say after all these years, And what if you were going about your business and you suddenly are reacquainted with old imaginary friends that perhaps you had long forgotten? Would they be friendly again, ready to pick up where they left off? Or would these invisible companions be hurt or angry, saying, Why did you abandon me? Why did you ignore me all those years? We used to be such good friends, but now, now, I will never let you go again. I'm Peter Laws, and you've been listening to Frightful. If you'd like more spooky stuff from me, then check out Rev Peter Laws on TikTok or patreon.com forward slash Peter Laws for lots of extras ad-free episodes of Frightful and Our Curious Past. And if you're interested in checking out some of my books, search Peter Laws on Amazon or check out peterlaws.co.uk. Thanks for listening to Frightful. Sweet dreams.
operation terminated. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.